Hammerdown Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report for Thursday, July 22nd. Show number 189 with at least two of the three hosts. Scott Hammer here along with Jerry Keezer. What's going on? I don't know. Everything is really choppy. Oh. Um. Yeah. It's the Hammerdown Racing Report presented by Hammer. Uh, it's the Hammerdown Racing Report presented by Hammerdown Racing Report. Uh, presented by Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race. Coming at you live on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Make sure to like us. Follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. The uh, Twitter poll is still uh, up there. Going on about. NASCAR taking a break, or any racing really, taking a break for the uh, Olympics. The Olympics should take a break for racing, is what I'm saying. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. That uh, Twitter poll is still up there on our uh, at Hammer Report Twitter for, I think, about another half hour or so. Uh, make sure to listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, uh, including Apple, Spotify, Google, all that. We're on there. And if you do listen to us on <laughs> Apple, Spotify, or uh, Google, or iHeart, or the, the non-video version of this. Uh, you missed last week's uh, open, which I cut out of uh, what we uploaded. Uh, yeah, you missed it too because you were at uh, Eldora and you yeah, couldn't release unless you watched it. It's still on Facebook. It's still on Facebook, so you could still check it out, but I was having computer issues yesterday. My computer decided to do updates right before the show and oh, couldn't get in, and I was uh, in my office computer, and I said, hey, Ron, well, I'm going to play this, the open, and uh, you you take over the show for a little bit. I think it was deer in headlights. <laughs> I think he, he he wasn't prepared for that, so I I do apologize. I believe he's at a uh, wedding rehearsal uh, this mm, evening. I guess this isn't morning. Um, are you doing the hat changes? You got all kinds of hats. Going I guess on? I I did I didn't like the hat I had on, so I figured I. Okay. Swap here. Well, that's good. I might do one more swap before it's all done. So who do we got on the show tonight? Well, tonight we are pleased to welcome Mr. Larry Bose, former director of operations at Eldora Speedway for the past 30 years, uh, stepping away from Eldora here just a couple weeks ago. And now uh, Larry has some very important news to talk about as he will be uh, promoting at the Montpelier Motor Speedway in Montpelier, Indiana, as well as his regular gig as the promoter at the rumble in fort wayne coming up in december so we have to talk to larry about both of those great things going on as well as some of the other stuff larry's got his fingers into a lot of different pies does and he's retired work, right that's why yeah he, he's retired yeah so <laughs> the man yeah. never stops in fact that's why he's doing a call-in instead of coming on live because he's he's on the road again so so we'll be talking to him in uh what about 15 minutes or so maybe a little less roughly yes sir uh, once again, I have to thank Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meets race every Saturday night. This weekend is uh, Attica Late Model Challenge Series. First event got uh, rained out. or Actually, it was the only rain out other than uh, opening night, the Bill Ruckner Memorial that last weekend in April. Um, so the uh, first Attica Oakshade Late Model Challenge Series event was rained out. So this is the second of what was supposed to be three, so now it's the first of two, I guess you could say. Uh, that's Saturday night, July 24th, uh, Sportsman Bombers Compacts in action. Also, uh, make sure to check out Freeze Frame Photos for all your racetrack needs. Um, they can make custom. i got to get back with Charlie. He, he's, he's, got, he's putting together a calendar and some pictures for me of my truck when, when I was up there. That was, that's one of the that custom was... things he can create for you. He puts yeah. together, uh, he's got can koozies, all kinds of cool things that they got going on there. They can do custom photo shoots too, not just your victory lane and action shots. 
Um, make sure to give them a, a call. 419-476-9978. Special moments. Frozen in time. Uh, also, a big shout-out to Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, and, uh, of course, Freeze Frame and Oak Shade, and we'll talk more about them a little bit later. Some uh, action from uh, last weekend. It was... we. We had, uh, you missed it, we had Ryan Weekman on, and he gave us a, a live forecast, and it was pretty darn accurate. He said everything's going to get rained out on Friday. Saturday was kind of questionable, but... but uh, Couldn't he have lied and, and, and humored <laughs> me a little bit on Thursday? Well... It made for an extra day at Eldora, which I, 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 I'm not going to be mad about, because you know, any, any time at Eldora is usually a good time. So. Speaking of which, we should, we might want to play him a, a little early tonight, the uh, weekend weather pit stop, because... Uh, uh, there is racing going on tonight. Sandusky Speedway, as a matter of fact. Highmiler. Highmiler weekend, the first uh, night's dollar night. Uh, Ryan was pretty excited about this. How about we do? The, should we do the weekend weather pit stop let's, right now? Let's do the weekend weather pit stop. In right case now. anybody's headed out to Sandusky tonight. Um, I, was, I was not prepared for this. Or here. if you're watching from the stands at Sandusky already, there you go. You know what's coming. There you go. I think uh, it's supposed to start at 7 30 tonight. Here is your weekend weather pit stop a little bit early. From Ryan Weekman. Here is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Looking ahead to some gorgeous conditions tonight. Sandusky really looking out here for the races this evening. It's dollar night, and I'm kind of distracted here. Dollar hot dogs, beer, Pepsi products. This is what's written down here, and the forecast looks great. If you're not there, I don't know what else you're doing in Sandusky tonight. You're crazy. Friday looks pretty good, too. Sandusky there again. Lima Land, Attica. Uh, temperatures should be uh, a little bit warmer in the low 80s for Friday night. Saturday, the humidity really cranks up. So Oakshade, Flat Rock, Shady Bowl, Fremont, and Sandusky. All looking pretty good for us here. There is a slight chance for showers. Um, I think the chance is a little bit higher up towards Flat Rock, so be watching that. But all the Ohio races, very good chance that we're dry. Highs in the afternoon could approach 90 degrees. Again, very muggy for us as well. And I'll just mention a passing shower uh, possible on Friday, but I do think most of the races get in just fine. Only one that I maybe have a little bit of a flag up for would be Flat Rock on Saturday. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Don't forget, we've got that First Alert weather app. It's a free download. Go to your Apple or Android store. Just search WTOL weather. You can find it there. We'll send personalized notifications straight to you if you're at the raceway or at home. There it goes weekend weather pit stop a little early in the show this week because uh, uh and definitely awesome. like the forecast compared to what i had heard earlier this week so I, and i saw I'm you grab another about. stack of hats you're, you're like the What's hat man. you're like the hat man from uh whatever hap- i don't know what you're talking whatever about. happened to hat man i don't know remember him ask you always see him would they'd be doing the uh, interview in victory lane for the cup race yeah, he would sit back there be, and hand in hats and then he would be changing their hat during the interview yeah I miss yeah, Hat Guy. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to have him on the show sometime. You could be Hat Guy. Anyways, uh, let's uh, no. check out that weekend, that, uh, yeah, the Racing Roundup thing. That's it. And we'll get to uh, Larry. That racing Roundup thing. All right. Uh, Flat Rock Speedway was canceled due to rain. Same thing with Limeland Motorsports Park. Oakshade Raceway was in action in a big way with the birthday race. Sonoya, Georgia's Ashton Winger won the 10,000 to win birthday race. Summer Nationals late model event on Saturday. Bobby Pierce was second, and Tanner English came home third. 16-year-old Hunt Gossam won the 1,500 to win modified feature. Dylan Woodling finished second, and Brian Ruhlman third. Colin Schilt won another Bomber A main, followed by Gabe Mueller and Jeff Folks Jr., and Donovan Paskin won the Bomber B main. Cody Stetton picked up the C main. 
Toledo Speedway was in action with Mike Group grabbing his first ever win at Toledo on Saturday night, capturing the 62-lap Royal Truck and Trailer Sales anniversary race presented by Marco's Pizza and Miller Lite, NWO Beverage for the Moran Chevrolet Arca Outlaw Super Late Models. That's a mouthful. Greg Stillwell, yeah, right? <laughs> Greg Stillwell Jr. took the Arca R&M Recycling Late Model Sports and Race. We talked to Greg earlier this year. Yep. Dennis Wisman was the winner of the Arca Figure 8 event, and Brian Ringer also visited the Moreau Asphalt Winner's Circle with his win in the Vault Arca Factory Stock Main Event. Eldora Speedway was a mess last weekend with a rain Coming on Thursday, canceling the first night or the second night of the King's Royal. Uh, rain on Friday washed out all of Friday stuff that moved the 37th and 38th King's Royals to be run on Saturday and the night before to be run the day after. So that it made everything really crazy. But <laughs> the night before, after so, the day after. Right. But the first King's Royal was the newest one, was the 38th, and the second yeah. King's Royal was the 37th. So it was all kinds of screwy. But in the 38th, Kings Royal that was run first in his first full year in a wing sprint car, Tyler Courtney, Sunshine, picked up the 175000 to win event. To do that, he dueled with the best. Brad Sweet, the two-time and defending outlaw champion during the first half of the 40-lap race, and then held off David Gravel by just over a half second at the line. Gravel was eventually disqualified for being light at the scales by four pounds. That was pretty heartbreaking for David Gravel because he did have a good run coming there at the end. He, he was actually a lot faster than Tyler with that when the laps ran out. I think I saw an interview with him about that, saying that they had just raised that that minimum weight limit, like twenty five pounds, I think it was, and said with all the rubber no, burned not, off and sure. the fuel, and you know, all, he was making excuses, but you know, it is what it you is. Know, that's what that's what most race car drivers do when something yeah. goes wrong. We gotta have some kind of an excuse. Yeah. He was still fast, you know. I feel bad for David, but you know, we know he's gonna bounce back and be be tough at, at any other event. Uh, Danny Dietrich came over from Pennsylvania, finished uh, third. Darren it's, ended up second, and Darren Pittman ended up finishing third after Gravel was disqualified. Kyle Larson finally secured his first World of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series crown jewel victory by picking up the 37th annual Kings Royal that was ran after the 38th. So he won last year's yeah. race. Yeah, he won last year's race this year, yeah. which kind of makes sense because he dominated after, after this year's race. Year. Yes. Well, and Have you been watching Loki? Have you watched Loki? A little bit. This, this is yeah, this this, I think this was this is a variant. It's a timeline yes. thing, whole time travel stuff. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Well, tangent. Larson bounced back to pick up that third or thirty seventh Kings Royal after crashing his car in That's the right. first Kings Royal, and in just a few hours, several teams and everybody pitching in, thrashing to get that car ready. That exact same car that they thought was junk picked up the win in the thirty seventh annual Kings Royal Saturday night. Larson started ninth, clawed his way to the front to take the lead by the halfway point by passing Kyler Courtney and James McFadden. Uh, Larson controlled the second half of the race to earn his first King's Royal crown and his first appearance in the race. Joining Larson on the podium was Sheldon Hoddenshield and Carson Macedo. King's Royal weekend ended exactly the way it began, Carson Macedo in victory lane. Carson had won on Wednesday night when they opened the Royal, and then on Saturday night with the night before, which was actually the day after. So figure that one all out. Macedo started on outside of the front row. There'll be a quiz later. Yes. Very rubber down dusty track afternoon racing with sprint cars is a little different and, and i don't think many tracks are prepared to, to deal with it as, as they used to be so it, it was it was okay it, it was all right <laughs> you know it's still a race i'd I rather would have been there than working so 
Shady Bowl Speedway was rained out, so no nothing to announce there. Jonathan Davenport picked up his third career CMH Diamond Nationals win on Saturday night at Lucas Oil Speedway. The race was co-sanctioned with the Lucas Oil MLRA. Uh, Davenport held off late race charges from both Josh Richards and Kyle Bronson to pick up his sixth Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series win of 2021. Davenport had just passed race leader Jimmy Owens coming off of turn two. Moments before, Owens got in the back of a slowing lap car when he had nowhere to go. Shane Clanton, who also had nowhere to go in a chain reaction, got into Owens. Both Owens and Clanton had to pit due to damage and return to the lineup on the tail. Advancing 14 positions, Richards finished second with Bronson coming home third. Tuesday, Brandon Overton found himself in Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series victory lane at I-80 Speedway for the Hey, Ryan's here. All, all belt <laughs> custom homes I-80. You action. just missed yourself. We just played you. Did you get your dollar beer, Ryan? He's not going to answer. He's 30 <laughs> seconds behind. Keep going. Sorry. Uh, it's all good. Uh, during the 30-lap event, Overton had his hands full with several other drivers along his way to the checkers. Overton pulled away from Hudson O'Neill after a restart with five laps to go for his second series win of the year and his first ever at the Nebraska Speed Plant. Overton led on two different occasions during the race as O'Neill briefly led laps 15 to 18 until Overton forged back ahead for the final time on the 19th circuit. O'Neill finished second, followed closely by Ricky Thornton Jr. And you just told me a few minutes ago who won at I-80 last night. Tyler Herb won uh, last night, uh, leading all 30 laps, won the uh, Albelt Custom Homes I-80 Nationals. Uh, Ricky Weiss came on second, a hard-charging, wall-running Ricky Thornton came from 13th starting spot to finish third. Way to go, and they're back in action tonight. Is that correct at I-80? Yeah, tonight through Saturday. Saturday, nice. So, had lots of fun to have be had there. Uh, World of Outlaws late models were in action. Uh, Dennis Herb Jr. went to the World of Outlaws Morton Building late model series victory lane on Friday at River City Speedway. Jimmy Mars challenged Herb throughout the feature but had to settle for second. Ryan Gustin came home third. Frank Hackenass Jr. powered around Tyler Bruning at the drop of the green flag and led all 40 laps to take the World of Outlaws Morton Building Late Model Series victory Saturday night at I-94 Surestep Speedway. Brandon Shepard finished second, and Tyler Bruning held on to finish third. Brandon Shepard climbed from his car in World of Outlaws Morton Building Late Model Series victory lane with two thumbs up in the air, a smile, and a look in his eyes showing he's back in championship form. Shepard mastered lap traffic and held on a hard held off a hard charging Kate Dillard to win Sunday night at Red Cedar Speedway. The two played a cat and mouse game for more than 20 laps as Dillard tried to power past Shepard on the inside multiple times. Smokey Chris Madden rounded out the podium. Next up for the Outlaws Late Models, the series is off until Friday and Saturday, July 30th and 31st, when they travel to Fairbury Speedway in Fairbury, Illinois, for the Prairie Dirt Classic. World of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. Brad Sweet pieced together a dominant performance to win Tuesday night's Don Martin Memorial Silver Cup 30 at Lernerville Speedway. Sweet earned $25,000 for his 14th World of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series triumph of the season. Sweet started third and took the lead from pole sitter Cy Lynch on the 12th lap before pulling away by 5.3 seconds after 40 laps. Donnie Schatz made a late charge to finish second. Aaron Reitzel ran second for most of the race, but eventually slipped back to finish third. Next up for the Outlaw Sprints, the Champion Oil Summer Nationals at Williams Grove Speedway tomorrow and Saturday, 23rd and 24th of July. Arkham Menard Series action. Daniel Dye became the third Arkham Menard Series winner in the 10th race of the season Saturday night at Berlin Raceway. The 17-year-old rookie started on the pole and led but all but two laps of the Zinzer Smart Coat 200 for his first victory in his second Arkham Menard Series start. Ty Gibbs challenged Dye throughout the entire race but had fell short and had to settle for second. Corey Heim rounded out the podium. Next up for the Arca Series, Shore Lunch 150 at Iowa Speedway on Saturday at 9 p.m. on MAV-TV and NBC Track Pass. 
In NASCAR action, the Truck Series was off. The Xfinity Series, Christopher Bell made his return to the NASCAR Xfinity Series as a successful one Saturday afternoon at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Bell, making his first Xfinity start since the 2019 season finale, dominated the Ambetter Get Vaccinated 200 to secure his 17th career Xfinity Series victory. Bell took the lead for the final time on lap 55 and led the rest of the race, crossing the finish line 6.2 seconds ahead of Justin Allgaier. Daniel Hemrick came home third. In the Cup Series, everything has seemed to go wrong this season for Eric Almarola, but Sunday at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, everything went right. Almarola had the fastest car when it mattered the most, taking the lead late in the Foxwoods Resort Casino 301 and holding off Christopher Bell in the final laps of a race that was shortened by eight laps due to impending darkness after a nearly two-hour red flag for rain early in the race. Brad Keselowski came home third. Next up for the Cup Series, Sunday, August 8th at Watkins Glen International for the Go Bowling at the Glen at 3 p.m. on NBC Sports Network. Uh, Xfinity Series is in action on Saturday, August 7th at Watkins Glen. And then the trucks are also at the Glen on uh, Sunday, August 8th at 3 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. Yeah, they're off for that, uh, that, they're off for that uh, Olympic break. So they're taking a break. Olympic break. Yeah. So yeah. NBC can cover the Olympics. That's the problem with having NBC, you know, as the broadcaster, you know, because they cover the Olympics and they like, all right, everything else on hold. I, don't you know, know. I, I think they could have thrown it back to Fox for a couple of races. Trade maybe, a, yeah, you know, I, I, maybe swapped a little bit, started uh, a little earlier. You know, yeah, they yeah. could have done something, but I don't know. I don't know. Well, SRX Series is back in action, and reigning NASCAR Cup Series champion Chase Elliott held off three-time NASCAR Cup Series champion Tony Stewart to take the victory in the Camping World SRX Series season finale Saturday night at Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway. Elliott crossed the stripe almost a half second ahead of Stewart after battling his father, Bill, for much of the 77-lap race. Chase started fourth, and by lap 32 was second to his father, awesome Bill from Dawsonville, who led from the start. Chase took the lead from Bill for the first time for the first time on lap 53, only to have Bill take it back a lap later. Chase took the lead for good on lap 55. Stewart picked up the Camping World SRX Series Championship by 45 points over runner-up Ernie Francis Jr. That's all for the okay. SRX Series for <laughs> Oops. That was the finale, yeah. I, I'm sure that's, yeah. that series is going to be back. I Next wonder up if, will be their banquet. I, I, their banquet. I wonder if they're going to extend that to more than six races next year. It, it I sounds like so. it was I, fairly I successful. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely been some interest in it. I, I thought it was, you know, pretty decent. We'll see what happens. But uh, so, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Dirt Car Summer Nationals updates. Thunderbird Raceway. Ashton Winger picked up the win at Hartford last Thursday. Uh, Oakshade, obviously, Ashton Winger won Saturday. Next up, Springfield Raceway in Missouri tonight. Tri-City Speedway, Illinois on Friday. Clarksville, Tennessee on Saturday. Richmond Raceway in Kentucky on Sunday. Lake Cumberland Speedway on Monday, then a couple week break, and then they get back at it. How how about Nick Hoffman? He's uh, he's is he the next uh, Kyle Larson? It's I don't to, know about all that, but at he, least in a modified. In a modified, in a modified, he is something else. But you know, I I look at the results, and I don't want to say he's cherry picking a little bit, but I will say he's cherry picking. He didn't show up to Oakshade on Saturday. No. So you know. It, Hey, a win's a win. I don't care if you're cherry picking or not. Kudos to Matt Hoffman. I hope, hope you know everything continues for him as great success. So fair enough. Uh, Big D's Pizza subs, ribs, chicken, and more. In Clyde is, uh, uh, I believe they're hiring again. Cooks, drivers, stop in and uh, get a uh, application. Looking for a job? There you go. Hat change. 
Do you have a uh, big? You need a big D's hat. I need a big D's. He needs some yes, big do. D's apparel. Does he have it? I wonder if Biggie's got some. 419-547-1444. That's Big D's number. Order online at uh, orderbigdspizza.com. Big on taste, not on price. Uh, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, the most technologically advanced goose and duck decoys ever produced. What makes them the most technologically advanced? They have freaking freaking laser beams or something? Freaking laser beams. Freaking laser beams on those guys. They're manufactured <laughs> right here in the U.S. They're U.S. laser beams. Check out realgeese.com or call 419-800-8100. Check out uh, some of their uh, apparel they do have uh, for sale on their website there. And uh, the laser beams may or may not uh, come with your Real Geese decoys. That's a little <laughs> disclaimer there. Um, what time is uh, Larry supposed to be giving us a call here? I thought he would already have given one. Let me... Uh... Reach out to him. All right, reach Remind out to him. him. You gave him my number, right? Yes. All right. Yes, yes. Um, new agreement uh, with NBC. Yeah, yay. Uh, but this is uh, deals with uh, IndyCar. means even more races are going to be on the main over-the-air network in the future for IndyCar. A hefty increase of 13 races will be on the main NBC network beginning next season. I think part of that's also because NBCSN is going away. Uh, this year, there were nine on uh, the NBC broadcast network the remaining races uh on the 2022 ntt indycar schedule will be televised on nbc owned properties such as usa network and uh, peacock streaming service Uh, nbc sports will continue to be the exclusive home of the indianapolis 500 and will provide provide uh, coverage of all ntt indycar series races qualifying practice and indy lights races across its linear digital and streaming platforms including Peacock. Roush Fenway has uh, finally made an, I don't know if it was Roush or Brad, but they finally made the announcement of what everybody knew anyways, um, that uh, NASCAR champion Brad Keselowski uh, have entered into a uh, partnership that's going to be beginning in uh, 2022 in which Keselowski will assume an ownership role and serve as head of the team's competition committee while also piloting the team's flagship, uh, the number six Ford Mustang, formerly driven by, Mark Martin, who I was a fan of, so I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Brad Keselowski. I was a fan of of uh, uh, Newman in it too. I mean, I yeah, yeah, that, I'm not a, That's the other thing that sucks. Newman's now Newman's in uh, Matt Benedetto's uh, boat. Neither one with a ride next year. And both tremendously talented drivers. But fingers crossed. See so. Jeffrey Ferry's in the room here. He's watching from Winchester Speedway. He's there watching the Silver Crown Cars tonight for the nice. Rich Vogler Classic. Should be a heck of an event over there. As I wish I was able to watch that one while we were. Well, we'll hurry up then. We'll see if that's on flow. Maybe I can have it on live over here while I'm. The, uh, <clears throat> the partnership between uh, Roush and Keselowski pairs one of the most successful organizations in NASCAR history with one of the most successful drivers of the modern era in stock car racing, I guess. Kyle Busch was uh, a little pissed after early in the. Uh, a New Hampshire race. He crashed early because it began raining at New Hampshire and was upset that uh, NASCAR didn't throw the yellow flag just a little bit earlier. He showed his frustrations by hitting the back of the pace car after uh, he pulled away from his uh, crash. <laughs> Talk about some, I mean, I'd be upset too, but come on, control your, control your emotions just a little bit. Uh, okay. It is this days of thunder now. Um, <laughs> go out and hit the pace car. There you go. 
maybe he was watching that the, the night before. And then I saw I saw a headline, and I didn't click on it because I didn't want to see this. Uh, I guess he's on vacation, and there's video of Kyle Bush twerking. At least that's what I said. Kyle Bush twerking video. I was like, I that just I have no desire whatsoever to click on that. I would pay to not see that. Yes. So I just skipped that. But if you want to, by all means, go for search. It's you. I'm sure you'll find it. Kyle Bush twerking. I'm not sure what else you'll find, but uh, that ranks right up there with Thomas Cole twerking. I think. I, I don't know. Hey, Larry Jewett, control your emotions. Hey, what Larry, I'll be darned. Saw Larry at uh, at Oakshade this weekend. We're gonna have to have him on awesome. sometime. Because I think that was it uh, back in January or February, back when uh, everything was going on down in Florida, where he's from, uh, or he's at now, I should say. Well, I don't know if he's there now because he was just at Oakshade, but uh, uh, yeah. Well, Larry's got lots of stories. I'm I'm sure. Former announcer. Oh yeah. Um, he he was the announcer at Oakshade when I was a kid. And my dad yeah. was racing there, yes. so that that's been a a, a couple couple years ago. All right. So what's going on with Larry? Did you hear from him yet? Is he still driving? No, I have not. I've just messaged him and no you wanna, answer you, yet. You want to shoot me his uh, his number in the uh, private comments there, and I can uh, give him a call. I, I can, I can, we I can, can interrupt that. him that way. Um, continuing on, the uh, Cup teams will be getting their uh, new next-gen cars by the end of this week if they haven't gotten them already, uh, so they can start seeing how that's going to work out, I guess. Eldora Speedway officials announced the historical big one. The original 1,000-to-win sprint car race will return oh, not 1, next 000. year. 100. Not what 1, I, did I say 1,000? <laughs> I have it written down right. 100,000. I, 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 I trust you. I'm just saying you said 1,000. <laughs> the 100,000-to-win sprint car race will return in 2022 after I didn't realize it's been gone for 19 years. Nineteen year. I didn't absence. realize it had been gone that long either. Yeah. That's insane. I uh, that the first inaugural big one was held on my sixteenth birthday in nineteen ninety three. Nineteen August fourteenth, nineteen ninety three. Yes, sir. Uh, Eldora Speedway founder Earl Baltz, Earl Baltz, uh chose an early August weekend to to promote the historical big one on eleven occasions through two thousand and three. It's hard to believe it's been gone since then. The modern day iteration will continue the tradition of paying 100,000, not 1,000, but 100 times 1,000 to win. However, the purse will be expanded, pay deeper throughout the field, and the event will take place on the Thursday night of the 39th King's Royal Week, which will be officially expanded to four days in 2022. So the, I'm guessing that that means that Attica, the Brad Doty, will still not have a rain date then, because I'm guessing that's going to be a Wednesday through Saturday deal. All that especially makes the King's Royal four days. So, yeah. yeah. Unless they move the OD to the following week. No, and it was four days this week, but that was because they were making up stuff from last year. The, right. the day before, the night after, the den- the 37th, after the 38th. Um, NASCAR issued a uh, series of penalties to the number nine and uh, 48 teams. Hendricks Motorsports there uh, today, actually, after discovering Hendrick used a sealed engine from the number nine Chevrolet of Chase Elliott in Alex Bowman's number 48 Chevrolet at New Hampshire uh, this past weekend. According to the Cup Series rulebook, when the long block is sealed, the engine must be used in the same vehicle number the next time it is used. Alan Gustafson, uh, crew chief of the number nine, and Greg Ives, crew chief of the number 48, were both fined $50,000. Each team 
Also lost 25 owner points, owner and driver points. In addition, Scott Maxim, Henrik Motorsports uh, Director of Track Engine Support, and Jeff Andrews, Henrik Motorsports Executive Vice President and General Manager, have been suspended from the next Cup Series race, which is in a few weeks at Watkins Glen. Uh, Henrik Motorsports issued a statement saying it was an administrative error that caused the motor to be allocated incorrectly to the number 48 team. Any, any luck over there? Nothing yet, sir. I am doing my best. All right. I thought I had his number in my phone. Apparently, I do not. Oh. All right. Um, moving on, uh, let's check out our Twitter poll results. I think the poll is probably closed by now. Yep, final results. All right. Twitter poll was, let me bring this up here. Still working on getting Larry Bose. Share screen. There we go. Should NASCAR have a break for the Olympics? And nobody said yes. 71.4% said no. And uh, a large number also said, uh, who cares? 28.6%. <laughs> Which I would be in between the, the no and who cares. But that's just me. I'm going to mute here for just a second. I'll be right back. All right. Uh, Ron Miller Race Cars in uh, Lamberville, Michigan. Give Ron a call. Uh, not now, though, because he's at a uh, dinner for uh, uh, his uh, granddaughter. He's going to get married tomorrow. Rehearsal dinner. That's what's going on. He thought it, he was going to be on the show, and I was told that if he comes on the show tonight that he's going to be in trouble. And then I never heard from him, so I'm not sure what happened. Uh, moving on. Oh, wait, I didn't give the phone number. 734-856-7223. Race cars, parts, safety, equipment, service, everything a racer needs. That's Ron Miller Race Cars in Lambertville, Michigan. Uh, one of the reasons, uh, again, we're going to be talking to uh, Larry Bowes, not Larry Jewett, but Larry Jewett would be equally as entertaining, um, is uh, he's taken over the promoting responsibilities at Montpelier Motor Speedway, and I don't know if you've seen this yet, but he has been making some uh, posts. They have a new Facebook page, so uh, make sure you follow it. Go to the old uh, Montpelier Motorsport or Motor Speedway uh, Facebook page, and the first post there is a link to uh, the new one. Uh, they've been posting all kinds of updates. Uh, I, I guess the plan is uh, they, if everything goes as planned, they're going to open up on July 31st. Will be their first race, so that's next weekend. Uh, as the place has been silent this year, and not because of COVID, but because of uh, I guess uh, the owner has uh, some health issues, which has prevented him from opening up that track in uh, Montpelier, Indiana. Famous for the Monster Mash, which I went to last year for the first time in like five years. Fun track. Great, great facility. Uh, nice to see that uh, coming back. Also, the Royal in uh, Fort or the Royal, the Rumble into the Royal Rumble, the Rumble in Fort Wayne. Thank you. Apparently, you can still hear me even if you're muted. Uh, coming up in December, that had to be canceled last year due to uh, COVID for the first time in forever, as far as I know. But, uh, um, hey, I got Larry's number. I don't know if you can hear me there, Jerry. I have Larry's number. <laughs> Unmute yourself for a second. I do now as well. All right. Well, good. How about we uh, give him a call here? 
We'll see if we'll see I if I just Dave... got his voicemail, so we'll see if oh. you have any better luck. Okay. <laughs> What's going on here? I'm busy this week and have you set up our guest this week and he stands you up. I fail um, miserably. Well, maybe he recognized your number and he didn't want to talk to you. <laughs> Can't blame him there. <laughs> Should we leave him a voicemail? Yes. Okay. Thanks for calling, Larry. I'm unable to answer the phone right now hmm. as I'm at work. So if you would, please leave a message or text me at this number. Thank you. I was hoping he wasn't going to give his number out. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Larry Bowes, Scott Hammer, Jerry Keezer. Hi, Larry. He's waving at you. I don't think you can see that. <laughs> uh, we're live on the show. We were hoping that uh, hopefully you get this uh, real soon and uh, you give us a call back at that number that I just called from. Uh, we want to talk to you about Montpelier Motor Speedway and uh, the Rumble in Fort Wayne. And not the Royal Rumble because that's a wrestling thing. It's something totally different. Oh, I don't know. Maybe rest. Oh, my gosh. My dog just farted. Sorry. And I just left that on his voicemail. So please call us back so we don't that's have to talk organic. about that. <laughs> Bye, Larry. There you go. All right. We'll see if he uh, ends up calling us back for that. How about we uh, move ahead to uh, how many? Chance to win a uh, Big D's pizza. I, I promise. I, I messaged him and he messaged back <laughs> saying that he's going to call back because he's on the road. I, I don't know. He's a, he's a busy. He's retired. He's retired. Well, yeah, yeah. He's got some he's, time. He's, he's so far from retired. It's not even funny. He's one of the hardest working men I know. Well, he's working Larry with uh, Dwayne on the uh, the Rumble thing. Dwayne Hancock. He's working with a lot of people on the Rumble. Yeah. So last week's how many was uh, how many late models were going to be at Oakshade on Friday for the Summer National Show, the birthday race. And uh, that number was 53. And... Our show winner, Nevaeh, uh, Ron's uh, crew chief, was in the room with the Ron, so she got the vote last week, and she picked 51. So she was closest with uh, the in-studio folks. Well, I would have said 50. I'm sure you would have, but uh, you couldn't get a phone signal. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's what Larry's problem is. Maybe he's driving around in Eldora. No, I, I don't no. think he's anywhere near Eldora. Uh, and <laughs> our online winner last week was a fellow named David Hammer who picked 53. Never heard of him. Uh, I used to live with the guy <laughs> growing up. <laughs> My dad. So he wins a uh, Big D's pizza uh, and actually was the only one that uh, guessed it spot on. Um, Dave, hey, uh, Dave, call, uh, call, call Larry. Let's just uh, fill up his voicemail. <laughs> Larry, Larry Bose, not not Jewett, just to make sure. Um, actually, if uh, Larry Jewett's uh, available, you want to come on? We're looking for a guest. If your name's Larry, that's cool. We can do that. Um, moving on. This week's How Many is uh, going to be how many Super Modifieds are going to be at Sandusky Speedway on Saturday for the, uh, the High Miler Nationals. I have absolutely no idea how many that's going to be. Nor do I. And nor does Jerry. So uh, if you want a chance to win a Big D's pizza, put your guess in the comments of our uh, Facebook Live or the YouTube Live. And whoever's closest will win a Big D's pizza next week on the show. And if uh, two people guess the same number, it's all right. We'll spin the Big D's pizza wheel and break that tie that way. 
So again, so how many super modifieds are going to be at the High Miler uh, Nationals Sandusky Speech Super Modified Nationals uh, in Sandusky at Sandusky on Saturday because uh, they're actually in action tomorrow night as well. So there's a possibility there could be more on Friday, and maybe some gets wrecked and can't make it back for Saturday. So, mm. Mm. so since you weren't here last week, we're going to make you guess first. I'll see how you are while I'm trying to look up results. Yeah. Yeah, is that what you're doing? Cheating? I yeah, I, I also yeah, like yeah, to I'll, stall I'll so I can see what everybody guesses and kind of get an idea <laughs> off of that. Uh, since I can't find anything, I'm just going to throw a number out there, 31. Okay. Then I'm going to go, I'm going to go 30. I'll just uncru- undercut you, you by would. one. You would. Yeah. You would. So there you go. If we get 31 or more, then uh, you're the winner. If we get 30 or less, then then I'm the winner, and we get nothing. So, uh, The Bass Amateur on uh, YouTube says that there's going to be 288. That may be just a little inflated. I don't know. I'm not sure where they'd park all those. They, they do have a field there. I guess they might be able to use it. I promised that Doug Doc would be thrilled to see yeah. that many cars show up. <laughs> he'd, he'd find a place to park them. Yeah. Um, you know what? Let's, uh, we're waiting to see if uh, Larry gives us a call back. I want to read that uh, press release that they put out for my Pillar Motor Speedway. Uh, okay. Do you do you have any uh, any other inside information on uh, what's going there since you spoke to him, or if you spoke to him? No, nothing concrete. I, I, I spoke with Larry Tuesday uh, in person. We talked about it a little bit. He, he's just thrilled to get up there and, and start getting everything going up there again. And he doesn't want to like reinvent the wheel because that place does have its own mystique to it. But he, he definitely thinks there's something to build upon and grow over the years. So this could be a very long-term, very profitable situation for everybody involved at Montpelier. So. And last year, last year there was a different promoter that was kind of running things for a while. And you actually worked with him for a bit. I worked with him once. And then uh, the owner, Harold Hunter, took it back over and ran a couple races and I worked for him as well. Uh, both of them, you know, the, the track itself is amazing. Facilities needed a little, little bit of TLC and Larry's been up there working on that already. Uh, this week I've seen him replacing some wood on the bleachers, painting, getting stuff spruced up. But overall, I mean, it, it the well, place well, is, it is going to be ready to go here real quick. I, I was it just features 30- that they were running last year? Now it was, it was some weird format that that he. I mean, it was a. Yeah. It was he was trying something new, and I don't know that it worked. It didn't, <laughs> and that's why Harold ended up with it back, and we you know, ran regular races. So, gotcha. uh, he is. Uh, I, I can tell you, you know, Thomas Cole, mods and stocks are the base divisions he's running. He's looking for trophy sponsors, but he's also looking at a third class. Um, I can tell well, you he, that. How, how about he, I read the the press uh, release here that they just put out? Okay. Uh, actually, this morning it looks like. Uh, Montpelier Motor Speedway announces reopening plan. If you're not familiar with uh, Montpelier Motor Speedway, it's uh, what about a half hour south of uh, Fort Wayne. Yeah, roughly. Roughly. Um, uh, after uh, sitting idle thus far into the 2021 auto racing season, Montpelier Motor Speedway will roar back to life within a few weeks. Long a uh, favorite stop for racing teams in the Hoosier State, the historic one quarter mile clay ovals reopening comes as a result of many factors. You realize it's, they consider that a, a quarter mile. That was a little bigger than that. Uh, anyway, it, it's a big quarter. It's a big quarter, super quarter. 
Recently, uh, Larry Bo stepped away from uh, 30 years of involvement with Eldora Speedway uh, to, to ease into retirement. Shortly after that, uh, he announced he was, or after that announcement, he was deluged with multiple requests from drivers to reach out to Montpelier Motor Speedway owner Harold Hunter about getting the track up and running. Harold's uh, health issues have prevented him from opening the track. Uh, quote, I knew that I couldn't step away completely, and when this opportunity knocked on my door, I thought long and hard, but decided that the challenge was something I could be up to, commented Bose. Um, I was fortunate to have the tutelage of Earl Baltas and Tony Stewart at Eldora, and will use much of that gain knowledge in this new venture. Eldora will forever be in my heart, but the facility has a great team in place for continued growth and success. Unquote. Hunter was equally excited for the opportunity to see his facility getting a renewed life. Uh, quote, the drivers and fans love the racing action at Montpelier, at Montpelier, and it bothered me that my health wouldn't allow me to get it open, stated Hunter. When Larry called, I knew it was a natural fit, and I look forward to working with him to see Montpelier return to the Hoosier spotlight. Saturday nights will remain the night of choice with the uh, modified and stock stock car divisions making up the weekly show as the season continues many other classes will be added to the card as special attraction attractions including midgets non-wing sprint cars and late models have they run late models there before if they have i wasn't there for it but that would be well they awesome. did they did they run the uh, american ethanol series ran there oh that's yes, right they, i forgot yeah, about that i forgot about that uh, July 31st has been targeted as the opening night, providing everything falls into place, according to Bose. We still have several permits to get completed and secure insurance, uh, but we are optimistic that we can get the job done. We are overwhelmed with the outpouring of support, which has driven me and Harold to work even harder to make this whole ordeal or the whole deal happen, not ordeal. All I can say is stay tuned. Uh, that's what uh, we got there. And I just got something here. What? Sidestep. Oh, breaking news. I think I, I think I have some breaking news. Dun, 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 dun. I think. You think? I think, because it's not actually posted yet. I got a screenshot of a post. I better not. Uh, I better not uh, do that yet. It's oh, from, come on. It's from don't, Fluffy. Don't tease us now. It's from Fluffy. Uh, Fluffy. Just can't catch me. I'll be racing with my sidekick. And if I'm feeling bad, I'm a phone. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't. Just post the screenshot. Just, just I'm not going to post the screenshot. Cannot reveal. my. Wait. Let me just ask him. Is this public? Okay. So that is uh, the update hey. from Matt Pillier. What do you hey. do? What? Hey, there's your, uh, yeah. It's a family show. Foghorn Leghorn. It's a family show. Not yet. All right. Well, so say, so he says it's not public, show. so we can't make that announcement yet. So good thing I asked instead of just uh, reading that. You got to be careful about sending me stuff because if you send me stuff and don't say that. Especially uh, mid-show. You this, never know yeah, what we're going to This is out. between you and I or anything else, you know, then – I mean, because there's some other stuff that I heard today that was kind of disheartening uh, about a certain track uh, that's uh, down your way, sort of. A little bit north of you, but not too far yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Um, not yeah. not good news uh, coming out of there. I can't read any details, but uh, um, it, it's like it, it's stuck. Things are stuck is all I can say. I don't know how much more I can stall for, for Mr. Bose here. I, I, I can tell you a bunch of people have tried to throw enough grease on that to get it unstuck. And yeah, then it, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. Um, it's beating a dead horse. Away for Larry, something I do want to talk about real quick. Um, we lost a legend last week oh. uh, here in Lima. Uh, crowd of Crowdsville, Ohio, Tim Allison, known as Mr. Excitement, uh, 101 time 360 sprint car feature winner all over the area. Uh, tragic, tragically lost his life to a massive heart attack. Uh, Tim was 63 years old. Again, just a fixture in sprint car racing, not even just in 360s. You know, he, he started running 410s in the mid 80s, uh, moved to the 360s there around the year 2000, and was dominant at Lima Land and has won features anywhere the 360s have ran locally for years, even went out to Knoxville and, and ran some out there. He, he's finished uh, 10th in the Kings Royal uh, back in, I have it written down here. Uh, the, the 97 Kings Royal. Uh, so Tim's been around all over. And, uh, you know, it's like I said, unfortunately, you know, passing away at 63. Uh, we are going to run a little bit of a memorial. <laughs> that would be impressive. <laughs> we, we are having a, go, going to run tomorrow night's Kano Ready Mix Clash at Lima Land Motorsports Park in honor of Tim. Uh, we do have some special things happening. They're going to have his car over on the uh, grandstand side in the midway for the fans to take their pictures with and things like that. And then uh, for our A main, we do got a, a little special tribute to Tim that we're gonna we're gonna put together in, involving uh, his grandson Caleb. So it, it, make sure you guys come out to Limeland Motorsports Park tomorrow night if you can, uh, and join us as we honor Tim Allison in his memory. And again, if you missed the uh, weekend weather pit stop uh, forecast, looked pretty good this weekend. We played the uh, weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman earlier. So uh, once we're done, you can just go back and watch the beginning of the show, and you'll be able to hear that. So uh, yeah. Larry's going to call. Dave Kemmer, our uh, our uh, is he our associate producer? We might have to we might have to uh, give him a uh, pay increase and maybe a new title. Yeah, executive producer. No, he's not going to be the executive producer. How about just producer instead of associate producer? Should we should we bump him up to a, it's a, a sh- main show team. meeting? Show meeting during the show right now. <laughs> should we bump him up to a producer? Bump him up to executive vice president in charge of something. Of guest affairs. Of producing. Guest affairs. There it is. Executive guest vice president of guest <laughs> affairs. All right. I like that. Please accept your uh, 15% pay increase, Dave. Need someone to do a OJ throwback. Uh, Tim Allison drove the OJ car. Gotcha. Uh, in fact, that's the car he finished with at. Uh, Eldora and the Kings Royal. So that's didn't Ronnie Perini, Ronnie Perine, Ron Perine. Yes, Ron was, was also involved oh, in the team. Matter of fact, Ron, uh, Ronnie's got a uh, sideboard from Tim's wing out in front of his garage right now that he's had on display all week. So cool. Well, while we uh, continue to wait, we still have uh, a little bit more to go here. <laughs> we'll be no done problem. with Larry. Larry just messaged me too, so it, he right. is definitely going to be all right. We'll we'll finish the show with, with Larry. The last couple minutes with a busy. Stick. Did 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 you give him the right number? Maybe I can. When you sent me, should I call him again? There, we'll, we'll just try. try. I'm calling him now. We'll see if this works. Okay. Because we know that that was his number because that was him on the the voicemail there. Hello, this is Larry. 
Larry, it's Scott Hammer, Jerry yeah. Keezer. I'm sorry. That's... I I got totally carried away here. Well, you know, you're... that's all right. We know how busy you are, Larry. And that's completely understandable, man. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about things. You got a lot going on. You're you uh, are easing into retirement, I guess. Uh, you, you announced your retirement from Eldora Speedway. Uh, what was that? About a month ago now? Maybe a little bit more. Uh, not quite a month. It was uh, the end of June. Did you, okay, well, it's almost the end of July. Well, yeah, the dates are moving quickly. <laughs> yeah. So how did this deal come up with uh, with Montpelier Motorspeed? Let's talk about Montpelier first, and then we'll we'll get to the, the rumble. Well, uh, it's kind of a strange story. I went there last year to an event and just sat down and looked around, and I thought to myself, wow, this place has got my name all over it. I, it just looked like a fun little place, stress-free, and... And then I kind of put it away. And then once I decided to uh, step away from Eldora, I just decided I couldn't stay away from racing. So I uh, pursued the option of going over to Montpelier, met with Harold over there, the track owner. And obviously with his uh, current health condition, he wasn't able to maintain the track uh, properly. So he and I struck up a deal and uh, I'm back at it. (laughs) So... (laughs) You've only was that your only time you've been to the track, or have you been to to Montpelier other times? I went there like thirty years ago, okay. uh, and Harold is really, you know, it, it, it's it's uh, I best describe it as a diamond in the rough. Uh, it certainly is no Eldora. There is no other Eldora, but uh, it, it's a a place that uh, with a little bit of lipstick is going to be a great place. The track is there. The track is phenomenal. Yeah. Just the facilities need a little bit of work. So what uh, what have you been uh, doing, and you know, when did you start working on it, and uh, when can we see racing? Well, we started on it uh, just about a week and a half ago. It was uh, a massive pile of weeds at that time, and so we've just been uh, pretty much daily mowing and chopping weeds. Got that pretty much done. Uh, we're replacing bleacher boards Sunday. Harold's been working on the track since Sunday, uh, painting some buildings and just a general cleanup. Uh, trying to get going next Saturday night already, July thirty first. So, do you, re- you you remain on target for the the thirty first then as your opening night? Yeah, I think so. I think so. We'll be going up there this weekend, and uh, uh, thanks to a lot of local volunteers and fans that have driven eighty miles or more to come there and help, uh, we should be ready. Have uh, you gotten any feedback from uh, the drivers uh, that you know have been? Burning, you know, yearning to uh, to race there this year. Yeah, it's been it's been phenomenal. Uh, just about everybody that has raced there in the past is just chomping at the bit to get back there. And then I think I've heard from just about every sanctioning body in the state of Indiana <laughs> that wants to race there. And uh, as I tell everybody, you no, know, uh, all we want to do this year, we have about ten more weeks that we can race. But we just want to get our feet wet, get to know the facility, know the area and I uh, get uh, acclimated to the track. Uh, it's not going to be a, uh, a huge venture. It's just going to be more of a grassroots, local, fun Saturday night. Awesome. What uh, what classes? I saw modifieds and the stock car classes. Uh, is that it? Yeah, we're going to start with the uh, UMP modifieds, and uh, that'll be great for the guys chasing the national points. It gives them another night of racing. Uh, we'll be running the super stock, which is a pretty – general class of stock cars that's going to encompass Lima Land, Eldora, Gas City, just uh, about six rules. 
and then uh, the front wheel drive compact cars. That'll be kind of like the menu. And we'll be adding uh, the following week, the USAC Midwest Thunder Midgets. They'll be there a couple times this year and a late model show and probably one non-wing show. Well, the late model. Cars. Any chance of seeing the dirt track truck series there? Oh, geez. One of <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Andy and I have been talking, and uh, Andy's doing a whale of a job this year. His schedule is pretty full. Uh, there's only a few weekends that he has open, but you know, they definitely will be there also. So Jerry will be happy to hear that. Now, the, the late model, Absolutely. late model show is that a uh, is that going to be just a regular UMP kind of deal, or is that going to be maybe uh, some kind of a series? I. I've not reached out to any of the series. Their schedules are pretty much booked. So uh, it's going to be a UMP uh, type late model. And uh, if I can get into uh, an existing series, I will. Otherwise, uh, we'll just do our own local show. Now, are you in this uh, for the long haul? I mean, you're just doing this season. Are you going to be doing this for the uh, foreseeable future, you know, next year and beyond? Well, it's my new baby. I've got to make it grow. <laughs> okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people will be happy to hear that, that it's, uh, you know, last year was kind of a, a little bit tumultuous with, uh, you know, being open and closed and open and closed. Uh, this year, uh, what about the, you know, like the Monster Mash, a staple event that, that happens? Oh, yeah. There. October okay. October Halloween weekend. Uh, it's going to be a two-day show this year, Friday and Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Really? What, uh, any, yeah. any other details on that you can? No, <laughs> <laughs> I just put it on the calendar today, <laughs> but everybody tells me it has to happen. So it's going to happen. And, and you asked me if I'm in it in for the long haul. Well, I've acquired a new hashtag and it's hashtag too dumb to quit. <laughs> I don't know about that, but, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so what about, uh, this is a personal question for me. What about Oakshade Bombers? Would they be able to race with your, the Super Stocks? Oh, I don't know. I don't know the rules. Okay. Uh, I just encourage you. I just <laughs> uh, created a website today. It's uh, racemontpelier.com, and it's got the class called Super Stock on there. That's the only one that I've got specs for. And like I said, it's a wide range type thing, and uh, there's only like six rules, so just encourage everybody to take a look at it. I know that uh, they ran another class called Thunder Cars or something like that, which was yeah. an all-encompassing bomber type class. Uh, there's been interest in that, so I'm sure uh, we'll get them there once. I'm looking to do an old Sadusky cavalcade type thing with just a bunch of divisions on a weekend other than the Monster Mash. Very cool. Well, uh, well, congratulations on that deal. I mean, like I said, a, a lot of people... Uh, are happy and it sounds like you're excited about uh, making this happen as well. Uh, do you have a crew and every every everybody in place uh, to make things happen then in uh, well just over a week away at this point? Yeah, I think so. Uh, through the help of uh, returning employees over there and a lot of good friends that have been on uh, my team through the years, uh, we're just all going to make it happen. And I, I think they all share the same excitement about uh, this resurrection. Cool. Well, uh, awesome there. Now let's, uh, let's shift gears a little bit and look a little bit, a little further into the future coming up in December, the uh, rumble in Fort Wayne. Uh, I've, I've seen Dwayne Hancock uh, posting uh, some, some things about that. How much, uh, how much work uh, do you have going on with that venture at this point? 
Well, right now we're just putting together the weekend schedule, trying to get the event flyer done, get the word out so that everybody knows that, yes, we can go back in and make some noise and make some fumes inside the uh, Coliseum up at Fort Wayne. It's going to be December 17th and 18th, two big days. And they're going to feature, of course, the uh, midgets, winged and non-winged 600s, multiple classes of go-karts and quarter midgets, just nonstop action for two days. So. Just getting all the details put together on that, and uh, the calendar just does not stop anymore, I'm telling you. No, Larry, and, and once a month we've been having some fun uh, building up to the Rumble with the Racing to the Rumble iRacing series. Uh, that's been a blast for me to be a part of and, and do do a little bit of commentating for you. Talk a little bit about that and what that's going to be building up to for you on uh, December 18th. Yeah, that's a neat little deal. Uh, we do it once a month. I think it's the third Thursday of – or excuse me, the third Tuesday of every month. And uh, it, it's a, an aggressive series that uh, four racers each week qualify for the big finale. And the finale is going to be actually uh, conducted during the Rumble on Saturday, December 18th, uh, through Tim Sims and uh, the Hillbilly Ibanks and UDTV. Uh, it, it's a neat deal. It's going to be a full payback 24-car feature. And it's going to pay $1,000 to win and uh, a great general tire gift certificate. I'm going to have to sell my car. <laughs> There's more money in iRacing. Rig, Scott. I keep I keep telling you about this. You guys don't believe me. This is a neat deal. And, and Larry, it's been, a, like I said, been a complete thrill to be a part of that. Looking forward to next month's event when we hit, uh, head to the virtual Williams Grove Speedway to qualify four more drivers for the finale. Right. It's, uh, I, you know, I had not seen any iRacing events until we started this. And I'm telling you, it's, it's almost like sitting in the grandstands, but with no intermissions, no downtime. We run the whole thing off in just over like an hour and a half. And, uh, just, uh, it's a fun night and you can register for the VIP fan experience, which includes real quickly, uh, overnight accommodations at the holiday inn right across the street, two tickets to the rumble and bad heads. I wear swag. So it's, it, it's a fun deal. Tune in on our Facebook page. And again, what's, uh, what's the dates, uh, for, for the rumble? Uh, the Rumble's December 17th and 18th. Okay, so it's a, earlier this year. Usually it's uh, between Christmas and New Year's. Well, so. yes, uh, Christmas uh, every six years or two years in a row falls on an off weekend, meaning Friday and Saturday, and you can't run on Christmas Day. Obviously, Mom won't allow that. So we have to uh, pick another weekend, and that's what happened, would have happened last year and then again this year. So it's always got to be on the weekend then. Uh, yeah, Tony Barhorst, previous promoter, tried it midweek and uh, not overly successful. <laughs> awesome. Um, one last question I, I have for you. Uh, well, actually, that's not true. I still have another question. I'm going to ask that one first. Uh, what what, <laughs> what made uh, what made this uh, you know last month uh, the right time to to step away from from your your time at Eldora? Many many years there. Uh, it was just, uh, one night I was sitting around and, you know, it just came to me. I said, you know, the, the, uh, I'm not getting any younger and, uh, Eldora just continues to grow and grow and grow. And it just got to the point where I felt that it was time for somebody else to step in. I had 30 great years, had some uh, great mentors in Earl and Tony, and I think it's time somebody else gets to enjoy that. How different, uh, did were things uh, once Tony Stewart took over uh, from, from Earl there? Uh, not a whole lot different. Uh, he brought, uh, 
you know, some major sponsorship with him. Earl just was not one that wanted to go out and get sponsors. He wanted everything to be done, you know, through his own efforts. Uh, so Tony brought in uh, a lot of sponsorship, which allowed for a lot of facility improvements, uh, primarily in the safety aspect with new wheel fences and uh, the lighting improved, the digital uh, board and everything else. So, you know, uh, he, he's just trying his darndest to maintain the outdoor experience. It, it's tough to do when you make all of those improvements, but uh, it just continues to grow all the time. And I, I'm just so proud to have been part of it. Got to got a balance tradition with, with uh, the safety improvements. Yes, but uh, absolutely. Now, with all your years there, uh, what's the craziest thing that uh, you ever witnessed at, at Eldora? Well, that'd be hard to say. There were so many experiences. <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, somebody once told me that I need to sit down with Dave Argerbright. And, there you, uh, go, you know, right we had the book called Earl. Well, there needs to be a book called life with Earl, because the stories I could tell, I, I mean, your, your show isn't long enough to go into them. <laughs> no, definitely. We just talked to Brad Doty a couple of weeks ago about uh, his book uh, with, with him mm-hmm. as well. So I, I think that's a great idea. I'd definitely give that a read. I, I, I've been lucky enough to, to hear a few, just a few stories from Larry over the years. And I, I'd buy the book in a heartbeat. I can tell you that 100%. And you're, you have to sit down in your spare time. To, in, in yeah that. right okay yeah I, I'll, I'll pencil that in for uh, 2047 there you go. <laughs> i'm right, gonna now. live forever because you know i said i'm too dumb to quit there you so. go <laughs> uh this is my last question for real this time uh how many people mispronounce your last name how, how many times do you get called larry booze well you know i have to complain about my parents first they they screwed up by calling me boast because more than one boo is booze but anyways <laughs> nine out of ten get it wrong and i answer to anything and uh answer to a lot more than boast or booze trust me <laughs> all right I, I i got you there i follow that well uh looking forward to my pillar coming back to life you're going to run it weekly then starting uh, once you get it going. Yes. Saturday, July Saturday. 31st. We're going to go every Saturday through September. And then October, we just have to shut down a couple of weeks because of uh, neighboring gas city and Kokomo with their big year end events. Uh, we want to be a good neighbor with them. And um, then we'll just see what happens thereafter. And uh, looking forward to a full schedule in uh, 2022. Uh, absolutely. Just uh, going to do our best to try to, make uh, Montpelier the uh, bull ring that it needs to be. Excellent. Looking forward to it. I have, have a lot of fun the, the two times I've raced down there. So Awesome. Glad, glad to, I mean, I'm excited about it. Just, uh, you know, that you got that going on. You got the rumble going on. Is there anything else uh, that you have going on too? Yeah, we'll be returning to Columbus at the Hog Barn at the Ohio Indoor Cart Series. Uh, they're back in business. So I'm working with Kathy and the rental department down there to get that going. And you know, I, I think the biggest regret I have from leaving Eldora is all of my friends in go-karting and uh, little Eldora Speedway because we had built that into the mecca of go-kart racing. And I, I, I truly feel I let them down, but uh, hopefully I can make it up to them with some other venues. Did you ever meet uh, Oliver Osborne? Oh, yeah. Oliver's great. I've great got one of his yeah. uh, personally signed sweatshirts. Uh-huh. Man, he didn't give us a sweatshirt. 
have to talk to that kid. Well, Larry, uh, we appreciate the time, and uh, sorry, we apologize for the the message we left here earlier. I don't know if you listened to that yet or not. Oh, I, you know, I think Jerry would tell you I have terrible phone manners. I don't, I don't listen to messages. So. Oh, okay, good. But, but this one you phone might number want to just kept coming. Oh well, this phone number just kept coming up and up and up and up, and I said, well. So I Googled it, and it was uh, good old Dave Kemmer's phone number, and oh. I thought, oh no, that's when I remembered, and. Uh, so you got to thank Dave for uh, getting me back on board here. We, we, we've already given him a promotion. He is now the executive vice president of guest affairs or something like that. Well, that's, that's pretty big title to yeah. get on a name tag. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all thanks to you. All right. Sounds great. All right, Larry. Thanks. Hey, no problem. You, and, uh, if you can't get to, uh, Montpelier, just make sure you support your local racetrack because, uh, we need racing to keep going and going and going. Absolutely. Because we're too dumb to quit. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to patent that. I'm going to, I am. I'm going to patent that. Get that. Maybe that can be the title of your book and get some t-shirts made or something. There you go. All right. <laughs> See thanks you, guys. And thanks for all you do. Yep, thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank you, Larry. Larry Bowes. Eh, the first time I talked to him. He sounds like a nice guy. He, he's amazing. And like I said, I, I've been lucky enough to, to spend a, you know some time with him and, and hear some of the stories from over the years with Earl. And man, it, it, he'll leave you crying. He'll leave you laughing. He'll leave you a little bit of both if you let him. So it, it's been pretty neat. So and then, you know, getting to getting to know Larry alone is worth the price of admission. Just yeah. getting to see some of the things he does. And to John in uh, the comments there, yeah, I'm gonna. I plan to race the Monster Mash at least because they run Saturday night. Uh, they are running four, four barrel carbs, so you guys yeah. are. So I'm, okay. Yeah. I didn't read the yeah, uh, specs think, yet. Yeah, cool. When you check it out, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. So all right, I have to come over and watch you guys race. Well, I hear the Dirt Track Truck Series is probably going to be there too. So. <laughs> Uh, this weekend, racing going on right now, as a matter of fact, at Sandusky Speedway, the High Miler weekend kicking off with $1 night, $1 admission, hot dogs, beer, Pepsi products. Uh, Ryan Weekman, as you heard, was uh, pretty excited about that earlier tonight because we uh, did his forecast earlier since they started at 7.30 tonight. Um, racing continues tomorrow night at Sandusky with the uh, ISMA Super Modifieds. The Fast 40 for them is uh, on Friday. Uh, Modifieds will be in action in the National Compact uh, Racing Series that Vores? I think that's supposed to be the Vores series. Uh, qualifying in heats, yes, the Vores series. Uh, qualifying in heats tomorrow night. Well, there there is a, a, another series called the National Compact Touring Series. Is it? That's out of. They're out oh, of Michigan. Well, I got. I have to double check my notes. Here. We we uh, we actually have them coming down to Shady Bowl one weekend. But it's as well, the so. Vores series on Saturday, and, and that's the features. So I'm assuming it's the same series since they're running qualifying in heat races tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to go with that. Uh, check out SanduskySpeedway.com for more information. Uh, pit gates open at 2 o'clock tomorrow at Sandusky, racing at 7.30. General admission is $25 tomorrow night. So Lima Land, you uh, heard Jerry talking about the special deal earlier. Uh, also, K&L Ready Mix Clash. That's, that's yep, still happening as well. Ready Mix Clash, honor, honoring Tim Allison. Okay, NRA uh, Sprints Modified and the uh, Thunderstocks, that what we call them there. Okay. Yep. Gates open at 4, racing at 7.30. General admission uh, I didn't get the general mission. Usually $12, it's 12 Is it $12? Okay. Yep. Attica also in action on uh, Friday with uh, Bauman Auto Group Night, Napa Auto Parts, Advanced Drainage Systems Night, all that. All that in one night. 
Plus, the American uh, or the American, the Attica Fremont Championship Series 410 sprints, uh, 410 to, or 4,000 to win that. The Attica Oakshade Late Model Series and the uh, AFCS uh, 305s in action. Gates open at three or three five. Oh my gosh, we've gone on too long. Gates open at five at Attica. Racing at 745. General admissions 15 bucks there. Saturday. We hit that hour mark and you're done. Yeah, I am pretty much. I've had to pee for about 45 (laughs) minutes too. So that's also a contributing factor uh, to my distraction. Saturday night on the menu. We should call this the racing menu. We'll call this the racing menu for for now. Saturday night on the menu. We have uh, the big D's racing menu. Okay. Well, racing menu. Yes. Uh, Oakshade Raceway. uh, We'll have night two of the Attica Oakshade late model series. Uh, deal. Sportsman Bombers compacts in action. Gates open at, I wrote 4 a.m. <laughs> Gates open <laughs> at 4 p.m. Racing at 7 p.m. Uh, I did all this last night and it was late because I, I got a new job. I've been very busy this week. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about How's it. the new job? It's uh, it's pretty good. I like it. Pay is very, very nice, but I can't do any of this stuff while I'm at work. So all this stuff okay. is in my free time now. Uh, general mission, 14 bucks at Oakshade. Racing starts at 7 o'clock on Saturday. Flat Rock Speedway, it's the Stan Yee Memorial 150 uh, with the Outlaw Super Late Models uh, plus the figure eights in action. Gates open at 4.30, racing at 7. Shady Bowl should be back in action with the Thunder and Lightning 75 race number 3. 75 laps for the Thunder cars. Uh, I don't think Thunder and Lightning is... It just... It's not right. You shouldn't have like storm things and racing stuff. It's for the thunder cars. That's correct. Uh, Corey Wooten, uh, long time, you know, third generation racer, picked up his first career feature win the last time we ran the thunder cars. So looking forward to seeing how he does uh, in this big 75 lapper. You know what? It is the national compact racing series at Sandusky. That's what it is. Yeah. The Vore series is at Shady Bowl. That's what I saw in here. Because uh, okay. Vore's compact touring series will be at uh, Shady Bowl as well. Uh, oh, that uh, Thundercar deal, that's 1000 to win, too. So that's pretty cool. Yes. Uh, Crown Vicks, Compacts, and uh, Powder Puff com- Compacts. Grandstands um, open. Yeah, powder Puff, yeah. Grandstands open at four, racing at seven. <laughs> General Mission, 15 bucks at uh, Shady Bowl, I think. I think that's right. Uh, yep. Fremont Speedway, Fort Ball Pizza Night on Saturday as well, uh, featuring the AFCS 410s, 4000 to win there. The AFCS 305s, 1000 to win. Dirt Trucks, Gates open at four, racing at seven. General Mission, 15 bucks. And then uh, Sandusky Speedway, the final night of the 44th annual High Miler Super Modified Nationals. Uh, the Terry Cipher Memorial Modified Race uh, will be happening for the Modifieds. Uh, the ISMA Super Modifieds in action. The Pure Stocks, the National Compact Racing Series feature uh, from Friday night's heats and qualifying for that. Pitgate opens at 11 a.m. at Sandusky on Saturday, racing at 7. General Mission, 30 bucks. And that is your... Big D's racing menu, because Dean Henry likes it. So there you go. <laughs> Your Big D's racing, weekend racing menu. Usually this time we'd be doing the uh, weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman, but we already played that earlier in the show. And again, if you missed it, just go back to the uh, beginning of the show after we're done here, which is happening momentarily, because we do have one last thing before we wrap things up. Uh, Did we have a call? Yeah, we do have a hammer down hotline thing. But we there, I was going to answer, so, uh, I forgot else what else I was going to say there. I thought that was the one more thing. That's, that's I, why I, I that is the one more thing, but there was something else I was going to say, but now I forgot what it was. I don't, was it recent at Montpelier? I've only braced there Not twice. I liked week. it. It was fun. Okay. Um, yeah, let's check out the, uh, this week's, uh, hammer down hotline. 
I'm just because, just here it is. August 8th. Oh, Christmas. 5pm. For the first time in over 18 months, returns to Toledo, Ohio. Tickets. Yep, that just happened. That's what happens when you, yeah. If you want to promote something, that's fine. We'll play it for you. I didn't say how I'd play it back for you. If you want to uh, leave a message <laughs> on the Hammer Down Hotline anytime, that's what happens when I have uh, I get off uh, early enough. I can actually edit that together. Four one nine. It's uh, Larry's not on the phone anymore, so we can uh, get rid of that there. Four one nine three one eight three zero eight one is the Hammer Down Hotline number. Four one nine three one eight three zero eight one. Feel free to call it anytime, day or night. Um, and uh, that's it. All? That's it. That's everything. Yeah, I was just uh, reading oh. here about the super modified drivers from Canada uh, coming to Sandusky. Canada's been locked down. Yeah, I don't know. I know that was a big deal last year where they didn't. I don't know if uh, they're still locked down this year. Uh, but, uh, anyways, thanks uh, again to our executive vice president of guest affairs, also our associate producer. He's got two titles now Dave Kemmer, field correspondents, Matt Swinder, Doug Dock, and uh, John Young. And, uh, yeah, once again, uh, thanks to our sponsors. Make sure to uh, get out to a local track, support them. Uh, and if not, you can support our sponsors, any any of these guys, including Oakshade Raceway, uh, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, and uh, Freeze Frame Photos. Uh, you see Freeze Frame at the track or something, give them a dollar. It's all they charge for those, yeah. those pictures, yeah. Get your favorite driver and take it to your favorite Silver driver. Silver Crown cars are on the track at Winchester oh, oh. as we speak. Oh, well, we better wrap up then. I got to get this off. Well, we can talk, sit and talk about it. I mean, I, I, oh, I, I, still, have, to I still really have to pee. So I think, uh, I think we're going to get out of here. We'll be back next week for show number 190. The last show of July. What is that? It's going to be the 29th, wow. isn't it? Yeah. So uh, tune in next uh, Thursday live on uh, Twitter. Facebook and YouTube. Also, you can also listen to us all the time, anytime, all the time, anytime on uh, your favorite podcasting platform. We're on there. Uh, HammerdownRacingReport.com. It's got all the information on there as well. If uh, you want to become a sponsor and anything else. And one last hat change. We've already seen that. Back to the NASCAR hat. Is that what that is? You've already seen them all. Yeah, that's the new NASCAR. It is? Official NASCAR hat. Yep. That's just the logo. The stripes before the 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 word NASCAR from the logo for years. That were different colors. Now see. it's just the black and white stripes. Okay. Or you can go back to Knoxville. There you go. Just put them all on. Or we can do a lime land. Yeah. It's time to go now. I don't know if they'll all fit around. It's time to get out of that's, here. That's, <laughs> that's impressive. We'll be back next Tuesday. Ron Miller should be back with us then. Uh, well, <laughs> it's a great look. <laughs> if you're listening to us on uh, on the, the podcast on a podcasting platform such as Spotify. Fast forward to the end of the uh, Facebook Live video or YouTube, whatever. Like us on that, too. It's an organic hat, like John Young says. It's like the cat in the hat hat or something. I don't know. (laughs) All right, we're out. We'll see you next week. See you, everybody. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform.
Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.